Big news for fans of violence, as the UFC has announced they'll now be allowing their athletes to fight each other through the court of law. We've got everything you need to know ahead of this weekend's big legal battle. And later, he's one of the biggest entertainers and philanthropists in the world. But is there anything George Clooney can't do? We'll talk with the mother of a boy who died when the movie star was unable to perform adequate CPR, who says, yes, yes there is. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I'm about to punch you in the head with news. So drain out your cauliflower ears and stay with us. Fans of the UFC may notice some changes in this weekend's mixed martial arts event, as the Ultimate Fighting Championship has announced that, in addition to the traditional styles of wrestling, kickboxing, and taekwondo, it will now allow competitors to fight each other through the court of law. The landmark rule change will take center stage Saturday at the MGM Grand Courtroom in Las Vegas. OPR tap-out correspondent Charles Dearborn has the story. Left cross! Jab! 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 Approach! Permission to approach the bench, Your Honor. <laughs> Permission wasn't granted! That was Tiago Sosa and his trainer, Butch Gaddis, preparing ahead of their headlining bout at UFC Fight Night, The People vs. Sosa. It's a fight that the world will be watching, as it's the first main event that brings law into the octagon. Here's UFC spokesperson Lane Dinwiddie. Mixed martial arts have always pitted different styles of self-defense against each other, so it's only natural to add legal defense to the mix. And with so many UFC fighters finding themselves embroiled in domestic violence cases and rape allegations, it's a natural fit for the UFC. We understand there may be some pushback now, but they said the same thing when they added Muay Thai. As all too many of us know, there are few things more damaging than a strong legal defense, but is it asking too much of fighters to train as prosecutors? I sat down with Tiago Sosa to see how he's coping. Well, this is the hardest training camp I've ever had. I'm bouncing between dumbbells and law books every day to strengthen my knowledge of state statutes. I've been in and out of courtrooms since I was a kid, but this is a whole nother beast. What do you say to critics of the UFC who don't think you're getting paid enough to train this hard? The fight business isn't cheap. But they're giving out bonuses for cross-examination of the night, and if I execute my game plan, I should be able to sue my opponent for emotional distress. Tiago started his career as an all-American grappler and submission specialist, but has since grown into a deadly litigator. Just take a listen to his last fight. Tiago's in trouble. He is not very good at kicking. He's down! He's hurt bad! They're gonna stop this fight! Wait, 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 here come the lawyers! Huge counter-injunction by Tiago! He is right back in this thing! Martial arts gyms around the country are integrating legal training to streamline things for fighters like Tiago. I talked to Butch about the adjustments he's made at his Brazilian jiu-jitsu studio. I don't care if you're a BJJ black belt or a Yale JD. My job is to make complete fighters. You can be the most accurate striker in the world, but that doesn't mean anything if he can't fight off a simple cease and desist. Has anything changed with your fight prep? The stakes are definitely higher. You can go to jail now. You can't just punch someone in the face without preparing for the legal consequences. That's why we flew in some public defenders to spar with Tiago. Hey, nice takedown, Tiago! We wouldn't mind ending the fight in a knockout instead of relying on the judge, who has a pretty shady record. Oddmakers don't think it'll come down to the judges, as Tiago is a minus 800 favorite to knock out the Boca Raton lawyer he's up against, but we'll have to see for ourselves. For Onion Public Radio, 
I'm Charles Dearborn. Thanks, Charles. I never got into MMA. I've always just preferred to watch the good old-fashioned bare-knuckle boxing matches that take place in the basement of my building, but I guess I'm just a purist. All right, coming up next on the topical, I think my neighbor moved back in after a year away, but I don't want to make a big deal out of it, so we'll talk about something else. Stay with us. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. It's the freaking weekend, and baby, I'm about to have me some news. So here's what else you need to know today. The CIA has announced that 231 agents were killed yesterday in an overt ops mission overseas, the deadliest incident to strike the agency's overt ops program in nearly a month. Multiple CIA press releases indicate the mission, codenamed Operation Steel Secret Files from Turkmenistan at 9 a.m. January 21st, involved hundreds of overt operatives pouring into public places all over the country. Investigations are still ongoing into what exactly went wrong during the highly conspicuous mission. And more unfortunate news, this time for the nation's amateur skateboarders who, according to researchers, haven't landed a single trick in 12 years. The reports out of the University of California found that not a single ollie, nollie, kick turn, heel flip, frontside 180, backside 180, or finky has been landed in over a decade, and that 100% of the handrail grinds resulted in subjects landing on their shoulders while nearby acquaintances laughed at them. A major bummer, to say the least. And finally, there is at least some good news to report today as researchers have concluded that there is in fact nothing wrong with the good old-fashioned ham and cheese sandwich. And to that I say amen, researchers. I might just have to break out the white bread and eat a cold one this weekend. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. Today's episode was produced by a talented team of reporters, producers, and editors, all of whom lack the necessary physical strength to pin me to the mat. And with special thanks to UFC president Dana White. Dana, I know you were sad that you couldn't make it down with the group to our Stop the Steal excursion at the Capitol a few weeks back. But don't worry, we'll be sure to save you a spot on the next one. And don't forget to tune in next week to The Topical, where we'll have an exclusive interview with Jared Fogel, who explains how his time in prison has made him realize just how wrong he was to ever endorse Subway. It's incredibly humanizing and you won't want to miss it. We'll see you Monday.